Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Coming to you from the Glasshouse Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, this is Talk to Chuck. Now here's your host, Chuck Wicks. Yes! I give up on the episode number, by the way. You gave up like episode two, bud. <laughs> I don't know what episode it is. I'm also wearing a very tight jacket today. So we have a very special guest. You say that about everybody. I do. <laughs> but I, I, I mean that in different ways for people. That's true. So I have known you, Brooke Hogan. Since for, 2011. Wow. Who's, who's counting? <laughs> Who is counting? You know. Um, we used to live together. Yeah, well... Same Wait, building. Kind, same I building. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, pal. No, you were the like creepy tall guy in the elevator all the time. I had no idea that you were in music or anything like that. I'm kidding. Wow. Oh, he was a hot guy in the elevator, you know? But Yes. But you yeah. never said anything yeah, on the elevator? It was always just like an awkward. No, we said hi. It, it was a little awkward just because <laughs> of one particular situation. All oh, right. My friend had a massive crush on him. Oh. Oh. So I was like, kind of like. So you couldn't oh, say hi. You, you were in a, you were in a weird spot. Yeah, I know. I was like messing up my game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. So I have a very. I don't know if you know the story about you. Uh, oh no, I don't. Uh, when you moved into, we're talking about this building in downtown Nashville. 
called the Icon. Yeah, which was one of two buildings that made up the gulch. Right. And surrounded by dirt lots. Yes. Yeah. And now there's many, many high rises and it's just a different thing. Right. But we were the cool kids that were there early. We were super cool and we were the coolest people at the pool. That's right. I'm glad you brought up the pool. (laughs) Okay, please. You remember a memory of me at the pool? (laughs) Well, I heard this about you. I wasn't there when it happened. Okay. I heard they're like, hey, did you hear what happened to um, Brooke Hogan? What? And I'm like, what? Oh, Brooke Hogan, the girl, the girl that like was on TV and stuff. Because you had your own show, what right? Was, what was it called? Brooke knows best. Brooke knows and best. Hogan knows best. And yeah. Hogan, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know who she is. She lives here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she's here. She's singing country music. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. What happened at the pool? They're like, she got kicked out. I did not. Oh no, no, no! This is what I heard. This is the rumor. I oh didn't... yeah. Well, we live in Nashville, so it's Rumorville. There we go. Yeah. It. You got kicked out of the pool. Or told to change because you had a thong on. Oh, oh I did. God. I did. See? Wait, what? No, they told me. Well, I mean, I'm coming straight from Miami. You yeah. Know? And by the way, it was a Brazilian bottom, but here in the Bible Belt, <laughs> that's a thong. It looks like something that would go well, underneath I your clothing. don't think those people have been to the Icon Pool anytime lately because that is yeah. the style now. <laughs> yeah. so. You know, I was oh, setting yeah. trends a long time ago. I was wearing clear heels, you know, 15 years ago. And people yes. were like, you look like a hooker. And I'm like, this will be the style. Trust me, I'm psychic. You were early. Yeah, I'm on it. So Brazilian bottoms. Yeah. And did you leave? Did they go up to you and say, excuse me, miss? Oh, I was so mad. I was like, oh, because it's first of all, like kind of embarrassing for somebody to be like, ma'am, your ass. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what about it? And they're like, you need to cover it. I'm like, oh, now I'm going to have this diaper, you know, I almost said diaper rash. <laughs> like this, maybe that too, but this diaper like tan line, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to go out on my balcony and show the gulch my butt. And how, how old were you when you first moved to town? You were young. Well, right? it was 2011. So I guess I was, well, let me do my math. 22 or 23, something like that. I'm 32 now. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I remember when I was 22, I'd always wear a Brazilian. You know, I mean, shoot, I was 18 wearing a Brazilian. (laughs) I was in Miami. If I was in Miami, I'd be banana hammock all day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you better not go down to the gay beach then. Sammy, (laughs) Sammy, what's wrong with that? Come on. Where to begin, Chuck? Abby, come on. What if Teddy Rob was wearing a banana hammock? Oh, my gosh. That's not (laughs) I feel like if anybody could pull it off, though, you (laughs) would, right? Like, people would much rather see you in one than somebody else. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I, I can think so. of very attractive men, and even still, I'm not sure that I really want to see them in uh, Speedo. <laughs> oh, see, like I grew up around wrestlers, so like spandex and tiny things oh, yeah, on that, men are like normal. That's norm. the norm. That's yeah. like Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> big, like, well, wrestlers were a little different, though. They're like big, they're thicker, right? The wrestlers had thicker, like, they look like uh, yeah, they, Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Those Jeez. shorts are much different than I feel like a Speedo. A Speedo's so it's like no secrets i don't know i mean it was like tidy whities like it was the cut of like a brief did you ever date a wrestler did you ever date any wrestler oh wow that many where do i start it's so funny because i moved here so the whole way that i got to nashville was i got called by a lady named dixie carter not dead dixie carter she's very much alive and well she actually ran impact wrestling for spike tv okay and she was really passionate about the female division and my dad was uh managing the wrestlers there and stuff and she goes would brooke ever want to come manage the female division but we're based out of nashville so she has to move here we're based out of cummins station which by the way when i moved here the lights were burnt out and it was cum station so that's my oh first my memory <laughs> um, i actually yes. remember that yeah i would send pictures to my friends i'm like look what i live next to cum station i know we're so immature it's like such degenerates look at what the sign says um but yeah so i came down here and she was like there's lots of music and stuff there so you might like it i moved here sight unseen 
Okay. But long story short, we did a, a storyline where I married this guy, Bully Ray, who was like this big, nasty wrestler. And we like did the whole in ring, you know, Ceremony wedding and everything. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I didn't realize he actually ended up asking me out in real life. <laughs> I did not realize that he was dating a girl named Velvet Sky. And I was starting to get looks from her. And I'm like, why didn't she like me? You know, I had no idea. So oh, I don't. Is, Ve- is Velvet Sky, a, is that her real she's, name? Yeah, well, I don't really know her real name, actually. She was she a wrestler? She's, she's a wrestler. She's a very good wrestler and okay. very pretty and very sweet. I don't think she liked me after she knew he had asked me out um, or whatever it was. <laughs> I was completely oblivious. But long story short, she's cool. He's kind of shady. And right. I don't know what's going on, but he's been hitting me up lately. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. recently, Re- like as of today, he <gasps> really? sent me a picture of our storyline. And he was like, yeah, let me, he goes, great storyline. I'm like, mm-hmm. Hold on, what is this guy's name? I'm going to look him up. Bully Ray. Oh, that's his or real Bubba name? Dudley. Bubba. Or he's got a million Jeez. names because he's wrestled under a bunch of different names. Give me, give me the one that's uh, DM in you. Give me that one. Uh, I would look up. Where is his dang? That just doesn't surprise me. Men me are so gross. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, what the heck, man? And you know what? I can razz him a little bit because he put me through a hard time. So absolutely, this was this was the shot of me being like, please, dad, don't beat up my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that's a great shot. Yeah, good little shot here. I'll give. If a people are just, uh, if they're still trying to figure out who Brooke, oh, there we go, Hogan is, you know, because yeah. the cameras will be like, can we zoom in on that, let please? See, yeah, let me see that. Amazing. That's great. Hey, can you guys? Is that a good shot? Do you guys have a shot Anybody of that? Which one it? should we look at? It's oh, here, let me see this. One? There you go. Look at that. This is. Me being like, Daddy, please, God. don't beat him don't up, Dad. Do don't. Yeah. Wow. In hindsight, he should have. Look at your dad. I but anyway, I love your dad, by the way. He's so cool. Who doesn't love your dad? Here, I, pull, I, I pulled something. I pulled something. What? Okay, right. go. This is, I'm so excited about my buttons over here. <laughs> here we go. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Yeah. Tomorrow night, seven thirty p.m. right here. I mean, are you? S- pretty good. Dude, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. It. Yeah. I got to, when they brought me on to TNA, I got to um, do this really cool opener to like, or this like commercial basically to say, hey, Brooke Hogan's coming to Impact Wrestling. And they dressed me up in the red and yellow and put me on top of the, on top of the ramp with sparklers and the whole thing. And they did close-ups of like my t-shirt and this and that. And the first like giveaway was that you saw my red nails and you knew that it wasn't my dad (laughs) or that I didn't have 24 inch pythons. So you dressed up as your dad. Yeah. And I tore the shirt and everything. The sparklers went out. It was really cool. Guess who else? This is fantastic. (laughs) I can't believe we got on this. Yeah. Ironically. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to embrace it though, because people are like, oh, you can't do wrestling and be from Miami and do country music. And we just don't understand it. I'm like, you know what? I'll do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) There's a natural transition here that I do not want to skip over. There is someone else on this set that has dressed up as your father. Hell Let yeah, brother. Sammy shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yes. Uh, pretty much the only thing I know about wrestling is Hulk Hogan. And when I graduated high school, I was voted the most likely to be a WWE diva. Oh I would totally yeah. believe that. Yeah, those totally are pretty much the that. only two things I know about wrestling. Nice. You would be a, you would be a great uh, diva. Well, I used to live in Orlando and they like train there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so, they do train there. Uh, Performance I mean, center, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, I never went. I just feel like it's, listen, if you're if you're somewhat of like a thick slash in shape girl, right. they're like, yeah, you could be a diva. I think that's like, yeah. well, wait, like wait, wait, wait. I feel like that's what people gave me the qualification of. Let me <laughs> like, ask, let me ask. Have to work very hard. Let me ask a professional. Yeah, though. well, I know, but I'm saying I'm not willing. <laughs> no, wait. To, okay, there's something to this. We're gonna wrestle right now. <laughs> <laughs> well. I tap out. All right. Just like okay. Get the jello. Get the jello. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, Sammy actually is a great gymnast. 
Really? Yeah. I was so homeless you'd be for great. 20 years. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that obviously lent itself to people voting for me in high school that right. I would be a WWE diva. But right. yeah, I don't, I don't even know what, <laughs> I just know that when I, I see the wrestling, like that is not easy. It that hurts. is not, yeah, oh, that's man. not, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could like do a flip and land off the little things, right. like the little, what are they called? Yeah. The yeah. Around here? What are they? The ring. The, the rings? The, the rings? What? No. What, yeah, what is that? Those little rubber things they jump off of. The, the ropes? The, the ropes. ropes. Thank you. The <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the word. What? The rubber bands. <laughs> the ru- I literally yeah. was about yeah. to say rubber bands. Like, yeah, maybe I could do that. What's, That's pretty much it. <laughs> what is a, um, what's a diva get paid in wrestling? Less than the men do. Mm, which kind of stinks because people like uh people like watching them a little bit more too you know they're they're actually badass i mean these girls are tough i once watched god it was gail kim and taryn terrell go into like a total bitch fight and i think it was gail kim was on top of taryn and she was shaking her head she had her nails in her hair and was shaking her and hair extensions were flying like a cat fight no what no i was like this is insane (laughs) this is real yeah People pop implants. I mean, it, it gets really? nasty. Yeah. So what does oh that God. when someone pops what? an implant? What does that look like? Going to the hospital. I mean, no, I'm serious. Like, does it look? Does it just go flat? <laughs> like one saggy booby. I don't know. Actually, I haven't seen it, but Wait, I can imagine you, it's not fun. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Talk? Oh, I'm sure. If it's like in your body and it goes, I'm sure the yeah. girl yes. can hear it for yeah. sure. Ooh, I'm sure you feel yeah. it like a little thud. I guess that can't your chest. Be a good feeling. Oh no. Be a good feeling. No. Nope. Have you ever cried watching your dad wrestle? Oh yeah. Do you want to know what made me cry the most? My fake wedding. Stop. I was like, oh my God, dad, you're walking me down the aisle. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, stop it. (laughs) It's it's fake. (laughs) It's in the script, honey. But it feels real. Um, Yeah, no, I've totally, I've totally cried. Actually not. I mean, I was scared when I was little seeing the blood and stuff, you know, obviously, but you know, mom just turned off the TV. But nowadays, like, especially with him getting a little bit older and being through so many surgeries and stuff, it was a couple of WrestleManias ago. He was like, well, I'm just going to go walk out there and do whatever. And just when he comes out, you know, in front of that many people, he gets pumped. I mean, the crowd is deafening. I mean, just to know that somebody has that much of an impact on people and so many people love him, you know, it's just, it's so cool. And to go on what you guys were talking about the other day, I think it was Friday, (laughs) um, you were talking about the law of attraction and this and that. My dad and I are super into it. And and he said, I didn't even realize my whole life. I was kind of preaching that anyway, like train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, believe in yourself. You know, like it was those words of affirmation and all those things that, you know, brought up the little Hulkamaniacs. Aww. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I cried. I wanted to ask if you ever cried watching your dad, because I remember very vividly crying. When you watched her dad? Well, I was watching your dad Aww. wrestle yeah. King Kong Bundy. Oh my gosh, you have <gasps> such a, you, yeah. And King Kong Bundy, he went up, he went to body slam him, and I believe King Kong Bundy landed on top of him and pinned him. Oh no. Oh my gosh. And it destroyed. Poor Hulkster. My heart. Yeah. It ruined me. Oh. I was like, there's no way. Why and Hulk Hogan doesn't lose? This doesn't happen. Yeah. It was like one of the first time I think he like ever lost. Yeah. And people cried when he went bad too. When he did NWO, that was, that really made a lot of people mad. I thought he looked cool in NWO. Oh, he looked cool, but he told all the fans, he goes, I just did it for the money. Oh my God. It made people so mad. All right. Anyways. Let's get off your dad. I (laughs) want to get on something, which is awesome. I love, so you moved here 2011. Yep. 
you actually started in pop music. Is that I, right? It's so funny. I was thinking about this in the shower today as <laughs> I was getting ready because I was like thinking about this path of music. So back when I was 13, I got signed with Lou Pearlman down in Orlando. Oh, he's in like, jail now. Is he, he, is he still he, alive? No. He did. He's dead. He died. He gone. Um, he gone. But yeah, no, I got signed with him. And what's funny is he was the guy that wanted to take my natural voice and my, you know, piano playing and stuff like that and do that kind of real music thing. And he had me with guitar driven, you know, fiddle harmonica stuff kind of music back then. Um, and then he went to jail right in the middle of us releasing an album and right. everything got auctioned off the studio, the hard drives, the plastic CDs, eight Tran by tens, transcontinental, transcontinental. Yep. I, uh, so I grew up in, I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Delaware. I went to school in Florida Southern college oh, in okay. Lakeland, Florida. Oh, so you were kind of close. So small world. I did a couple things at transcontinental when I was getting started <gasps> in music. Oh my gosh. And I remember like rehearsing there. And you like you would run into the backstreet boys. Yeah, yeah, down mm -hmm. the hallways and stuff of that studio on Sand Lake Road. Yes. Yep. Prologis Park. Um, so I have really, I actually have really great memories of working with Lou. I mean, it was so cool because it was a compound. You'd like go do vocal lessons and then band practice and then you know dance rehearsal. And he just really had this like whole compound of like grooming artists. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I feel so bad. You're like over there. No, she's no. fine. You're just oh, listening. Good. My great. shadow, my twin. I'm very impressed with your life story. I'm we, just like, it's it's like, so crazy. wow, you've done so much. For those who can't see, we put Sammy in a corner. <laughs> we, we put Sammy <laughs> way in the corner. Maybe in a corner. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's like he kind of saw the vision of of what I really was, I think. And that that's something that I've always missed, you know, because when he went to jail, um, I got with Larry Rudolph for a minute when Britney Spears fired him. And that kind of took me down that pop route. And then Scott Storch saw me performing. I was like total free agent, just doing a, you know, a club thing that somebody had booked me for at mansion in Miami and Scott Storch and, and the label guy that he was working with were there. And they were like, we'd love for you to be our flagship. Sorry. <laughs> I have like hair in my mouth, our flagship <laughs> artist. Um, and then it went down this whole Scott Storch urban route because I could sing and play piano. Mm. And they were like, oh, she's like a white Sierra. Oh. And I was like, that's cool. You know, and when people like what you're doing and when the song about us was doing good and whatever, it's like, it's fun. I, you know, as a musician, you can write jingles or you could really write anything. If somebody says, write something that sounds like Nick Jonas, you'd be like, oh, I, I get that. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just wasn't like true to me. And like, I was singing like this, like all the stuff people wanted mm -hmm. to hear, right. you know? And, and it's so funny because I was just lost in this like vortex of like, fans expecting a certain thing and then you're a wrestler's daughter and nepotism and just all this different stuff and i was just like you know what i need to reset so when i came here to nashville and i worked for impact i kind of just started writing and like flying under the radar so we'd like run into each other all the time at mcgee that's where i really got to know you or more mm -hmm. of you we lived in the same building of yeah. course and we and we never spoke in the elevator because it was <laughs> super awkward apparently mm -hmm. <laughs> but then when we saw i didn't know this that you thought this about me because we were talking off air and i said mm -hmm. save it Save it for the podcast. Uh oh. We would see each other in the hallways of Doc McGee, who's a great manager, McGee Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And because you were working with him as well, mm -hmm. and I was working with him, and you thought I was shy, I guess. Oh, yeah, because I was like, hey, Chuck. Well, I mean, to be honest, I was trying to like make the love connection happen. I was like, oh my God, you should totally go out with my friend. You know, like not knowing he had a girlfriend at the time or right. whatever, you know? So I was like totally inserting myself like in between. And I'm so sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you know, I like being a matchmaker, but anyways, long story short, he was always nice, but very shy. So 
when Drew, so Drew mm-hmm. Davis, who's like been the responsible party for keeping me here in Nashville so long, um, he was like, oh yeah, Chuck has a podcast, you need to do it, whatever. And I said, really, he does. I said, he seems so soft-spoken. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. I was wrong. Wow. I, I've never heard someone describe Chuck as shy, soft-spoken, or anything you just listed him as. So funny. Clearly, Brooke does not follow me on social media. <laughs> I need to right uh, now, either. let's do it. I followed you already, girl. Oh, well, I saw me, that you weren't I'm following be, me. I'm um, behind the times here i was upset a little bit butthurt it's at at chuck wicks ws super not shy all right let's see i'm finding you there you are do it i'm following you back okay cool he got that check mark mark. Ooh, turning me off he got the check mark and everything um so that's we kind of we knew a lot about that you were doing Uh country then for sure right you made uh, the transition to country. I was, yeah. 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 And it's funny because like I never saw like a big problem with being like, oh, I like this pop song I did five years ago. I'm just going to release it for my fans. Apparently, it really confuses people. They mm-hmm. only think that you can do one thing. That's right. So, yeah, I learned my lesson there. You do a lot of things. Yeah. Do, are you are you an uh, entrepreneur? Like, do you have businesses that we don't know about or that you have like ventured in? Like, do you have a building in Miami that no one knows about? Or do That's you... so funny. Um, I actually, and I never really tell anybody about this. Did you, did somebody clue you no, into I that? No, I do not know any of this. Really? Um, I don't talk about it ever. So this will be the first time that I actually said it publicly, but I have an Airbnb decorating business here in Nashville. Really? Whoa. So yeah, if you're visiting Nashville, chances are you're staying in a house that I decorated. Oh my gosh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, that's where so, you get all your fancy clothes. You know. I was like, where's she making money, man? I know I'm, I'm a musician too. I'm broke. I'm like, actually, it's from Windsor. This belt was $12. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I... I I forgot what we were talking about. No, your uh, your Airbnb company. <laughs> oh yeah, the Airbnb company. I was like, this water looks delicious. Is it called something? What is it called? I so- named it after my real name, Brooke Bolea. So Ooh. BB Designs. Brooke Bolea. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're Italiano. Oh yeah. So your uh, so your dad's Terry Bolea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. and I'm actually trying to convince him to do a wine line with me. Are you going to call so- Bolea? Yeah. Yeah, it's Actually, a great yeah. wine name. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like Bola. It's like Bola with an E before the A. Bolea. Okay, I like that. But um, I yeah, I mean, it. there's just like such really good like vintage shots of me as me with my dad when I'm like a toddler and just like really cute stuff that I'm like, those should be the labels. And I'm like, I want to do something with my dad, you know? Yes. Aww, so if you need any taste testers, let me know. <laughs> I will absolutely I'm very good at drinking wine. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need a partner in wine. Love that. Sammy is a really good drinker. Yeah. I actually I actually I knew I liked her. Oh, I foresee you guys being friends. For I, I could see you've already too. hit it off. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're like we'll make sure you, in heaven, you, know? you guys exchange numbers we after look related this. yeah you yeah well do. funny story the reason we started talking is because the outfit that brooke is wearing is arguably the exact same outfit i had on my body before i got here just with this beanie instead of that <laughs> nice little wide brim hat and i was like wow we would have been twins. twins yes now here's the the next kicker to see if you guys will really hang out Uh-oh. um sammy very single okay the, uh, on the prowl she's okay. and so is abby okay. actually okay. abby is uh-huh. yeah. she's got her <laughs> she's got her sights set on someone though so it's a particular it's a particular prowl. um are you currently because i know you're getting blown up in the dms so are you currently single blown up in the dms well, you love- should see my dms really? oh my gosh oh, good or bad i can only imagine what your dms look like because i've seen mine and nobody <laughs> right? knows who i am so i cannot even imagine what it's like to open yours just picture a baby carrot nestled amongst <laughs> Stop. Uh, bunny fur. 
Are you serious? <laughs> maybe worse than bunny for a Brillo pad, maybe <laughs> something like that. Really? Yeah, it's really amazing that people are proud of these things. They're it's like, look at my little one incher. It's really bad. And they're holding it with two fingers like this. <laughs> And I'm like, that is not. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. man. Like, man, you should definitely not send that to anybody. Yeah. <sighs> what do they think I'm going to be like? Like, oh, oh my God, that's come it. over right come now. That's the one. Yeah. Dropping my location now. <laughs> so you get a lot of D pics. Oh, yeah. Unsolicited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unsolicited. There was some meme that I saw a while back that they were going to have an MTV show, or this is like an idea. We should have an MTV show where it's like mom, three moms sit in a room and you show them dirty texts or dick pics, and then they have to match which one their dusty ass son sent this girl <laughs> oh unsolicited. God. And I was like, now that is a show I would watch. That reminds me of a girl that would actually go on the guy's page, find out who his family was, and then screenshot. Oh the d-pick yeah and Hell send yeah. it to his mother and be like this is what your son is doing yeah and you know what <laughs> I love that. absolutely he deserves it this is what i love about when we have a female <laughs> guest on the show because i'm already surrounded by two you, have, you haven't said anything for like the longest I know, you're you're like, just uh, just, i'm still us. trying to picture up we're just <laughs> beating you down like, <laughs> i just don't know where guys because i'm not that guy i have never sent a pic, pic like that ever in my life and i never will i won't even send that to my wife i won't be oh, honey i miss you and send her one i just won't <laughs> yeah. do that it's not in my DNA. I don't understand what is uh, that. Why do guys think that's attractive to send that? I don't Listen, get if it. you figure it out, let us know yeah. and then we can stop it. Seriously. The only thing I think of is like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go like <laughs> psychology, right? They say men are visual. Like if they see a lady in lingerie, it's like boing. But for yeah. women, it's so emotional, right? Like yeah. we like love how the guy makes us feel or how he yeah. treats mm -hmm. us or like the conversation that we had at dinner or like whatever. I think they might think if I show her this, mm. she will want it. Mm. Like what? dangling the carrot. No, pun intended. <laughs> no, that is not how it works. I kind of like the mystery of being like, what do we have today? <laughs> Why will it be? Who wants Do you have like drinking parties? <laughs> All right, honey, come on, guys, girls. Absolutely. It's like one of, not like a favorite pastime, but it's hilarious to drink wine with your friends and go through dirty DMs that are oh, yeah. unsolicited. For have, sure. So have oh, you ever wow. gone on like a dating app? Have you ever done dating apps? Oh, yeah. Do, and oh, do you yeah. go as yourself or do you put a different name? You have to go oh, for yourself, God. right? It's such a mess because some of them are like, it's not a clear picture of your face. And I'm like, I don't want to show my face. <laughs> I don't want to be myself. Um, do you put, uh, what? what is your belay? Of well, sometimes I go under Ellen because that's my middle name. So I'm like, maybe people will be confused a little bit or, yeah. you know, and I'll get like some of our friends from the icon and stuff like, hey, Stop. and I'm like, oh. I freaking knew it. <laughs> they go, uh, Ellen, real cool. You're gonna oh, use yeah. pictures of Brooke. Yeah, they totally <laughs> screenshot them to me and be like, somebody stole your profile. I'm like, they didn't, it's me. That's Somebody's me. impersonating you again. <laughs> yeah, oh. Still me. That would be me. All right, so Desperate as ever. No, um, <laughs> wow. I have my sights set on somebody really cool, but you know, my dating life is a disaster. It's actually like what kept me in Nashville too. Cause oh. I was gonna move to Florida. I had my house for sale. I was like, I'm gone. Mm. And then Drew. Old Drew. Drew, yeah. Drew is your, man your yeah. manager, correct? Yeah, Drew is the best. Honestly, talk about somebody that will like go through the freaking fire with you. Like Aww. Drew has been my believer since day one and is just a hustler. I just yeah. love that about him. Um, so anyways, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna move. I got my real estate license. I was like, I just kind of like wanna, if music isn't gonna work out, I wanna just kind of live a normal life, be on the beach, be near my dad. Where are your Brazilians? Where are my Brazilians? Yeah, I'll not be, be messed with. Yeah, yeah, not be judged. And he was like, well, just come write, you know, one more song with me and my friend Landon. And I was like, okay, whatever. And it was about a relationship I was in for a year and a half. 
And it was just one of those things where like that tension starts happening. Like, okay, we're not like 25, you know, where is this going? And he kind of started the relationship with, you know, oh, you're the girl that changed the game and, you know, all this, you know, sweet talk and stuff. And, and I would be devastated without you and this and that. Turns out he had no intention of moving forward with me at all. Mm -hmm. He, uh, it's so funny. I'm like, he really had a plethora of other uh, things he wanted to explore. Oh. Um, oh and, wow. and two days after we wrote this song, right? We wrote it called, it's called Out of Curiosity. And we actually have Jimmy Allen singing on it now. He's oh. the duet on it. Um, and it actually turned out to be such a good song. Oh, yeah. um, so, sorry, I'm taking so long to get through the story. So write this song, me and the guy break up. Two days later, Drew's like, before you go to Florida, you have to sing this demo, right? So, and my favorite word is serendipity. So when you hear this, it's gonna be like crazy. So I sing the demo, it's like super hard because I'm like, this sucks. Two days ago, I was like totally in love and thinking things were going good. And then we break up, I have to sing about this guy Oops. and then go down to Florida with my tail between my legs, you know? Mm -hmm. So while I'm there doing my real estate school and stuff, I get a call from this label that's like, hey, um, you know, we're really interested in like hearing your stuff. Like we actually heard a couple things. Can you just send us some stuff? And out of curiosity was the song that got me my label deal and kept me in Nashville. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, things work out in mysterious ways. And how, when, how recent was this when, Like, Oh God. Uh, I want to say maybe four or five months ago. Pretty yeah. recently. Yeah. I, Cause I remember I was talking to Drew about getting you on this podcast mm -hmm. and he was telling me a little bit about your backstory. And I think mm -hmm. it might've been this particular story that you were literally going to move down. Yeah. My house was for sale. The first sale sign was in the yard. I went down, got my real estate license. It was just like this crazy time. Like we broke up. My dog of 15 years died. I was like, I'm done. And I was like, Nashville never loved me back. I'm over it. <laughs> I remember your dog. It was with the white Molly. Yeah. My little Molly Malone. I met so, Molly. But I ended up getting her a sister like a couple years ago. Uh, a spaniel, not a King Charles, but right. a cocker spaniel. Great dog. And it reminded me of like your dogs. I was like, their faces oh, are so sweet and stinky. They are. <laughs> yes. Cavalier King Charles or cocker spaniels, great dogs. Yeah. they were. I think that's like the dog I would get. If I had to get more dogs, I yeah. would totally get a spaniel again. Yes. Cavalier King. Oh, I love them. Oh my Cooper gosh. and Duke. Yeah, you still have Cooper. Cooper and Duke. Cooper's oh my the gosh. One. Oh, Duke was the baby at the icon. That's right. That's <gasps> I right. remember one day I had to go with Shay to go up and like let them out or something. And I was like, can we please not leave? I just want to be surrounded <laughs> with puppies. <laughs> They're the best dogs. Yes. And now, and then I got an, another dog now, Gunner, who's a bigger dog, like oh. a lab dog. Oh, really? Yeah, he's cool. Like a Vizsla lab. It's a Vizsla lab. Oh, I like those dogs. And yeah. they all, they're sweet dogs, so they all get along. It's not like you have some like aggressive no. kind of thing. Awesome dogs. Yeah. We live out in the country now. I'm not, oh I'm not a downtown guy anymore. You know, I love the country though. That is the one thing I've figured out about Nashville is like having some space and like, I've had the best friends here. It's just a cool place. Like I miss the beach, but Nashville's cool. Yeah. I know you as a high rise girl. So do you live, uh, are you in a house? Yeah, now? I have a house now okay. and a yard and the whole thing. So it's nice, but you've grown up, you've grown up. I'm all grown up and living by <laughs> myself, you know, I'm like, man, it would be really nice to have a husband in this house. Um, but now I, I check them DMS girl. You got I plenty know? of pics to go through plenty of carrots to uh, sort yeah. through. Who's got the biggest carrot. <laughs> all, right, all right. This is what I want to talk about. Is it this one right here? It is, is it this button yep. right here? Yep. All right, let's play this song. This is your, I think this is your latest song. Love mm, People? Love People, yep. Okay, here we go. Why do people have to love people? Turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises not to keep them. Is it really worth the pain? Wouldn't it? 
does that. Think of all the room on the radio. The feel good songs when you're driving home. Less bar stools and sad fools to listen to. There'd be nothing in the world to get over. No reason for your crying shoulder. No one hung up on anyone like I'm hung up on you. Why do people have to love? And it ends. Sorry about that. <laughs> I have. It's so much fun. I love that song, by the way. Thank you. And so when did you record that? Before, before you knew you were going to? No, that was after I got the label deal. So it was like, all right, full steam ahead. Let's get some songs down. So, um it's so funny because I actually didn't write love people of all things. Mm. We, uh, we had curiosity. We had another song that we wrote with Jen Denmark. Um, and then we were kind of like the label wanted to get five songs at least. And we were kind of, I think drew went to one of his, it was an intern that worked at windswept at the time. And now he's like running some big publishing company <laughs> and he sent us a few songs and he sent us 10 songs. And some of them were like, eh. and then there were like three winners. Like, it's just so rare that you get three in a bunch, you know, it's like you get one out of a million. Um, so we recorded those two, but, um, yeah. Who do you bounce songs off of? Do you bounce them off? You have like a select few friends that you just like, Hey, do you like this song? And you like this song? Yeah. You know, what's so funny. My dad weighs in a lot. And so he has a background in music. So he was a studio a studio musician for years. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's a killer fretless <laughs> oh bass player. Stop. Yeah, he's nasty. He's really good. I. This is amazing. Everyone in, in your family's lived like nine <laughs> yeah. lives. Like we yeah. have not done. Hold on. Yeah. And what they gonna do <laughs> when I get my bass out and play all over you? <laughs> I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm like, short of walking me down the aisle, my dad playing bass on one of my songs is like my actual dream. Well, get, make it happen. Yeah, I know, happen. right? I'm putting Drew on it. I'm like, Drew, you get to be the gopher. Wait, you I have, feel like this is very feasible. No, you yeah. have to yeah. manifest yeah. yeah, he's sick. So it's so funny. We were riding in the car one day in Tampa and we're listening to like the XM like rock station or whatever. He's like, oh, that's me playing on like some like super famous like what? rock band. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was like studio musician. I did a lot of these. I'm like, this is insane. Before cash, before he was. In, in oh, yeah. Have or... you seen him in a band? No, so he played in a funk band. Do people know this? Is this common knowledge? Uh, wrestling fans do, I think. But I don't think a lot of people actually know. So this is where you get your musical influence. Well, yeah. And then my mom forced me to take piano lessons. And I tricked my piano teacher to think I knew how to read notes, and I didn't. I've, I've learned so much. Today. Here we go. This. You're about to learn more. Here we go. Here is, I want the one with him with a rifle, because oh. wearing bell bottoms with a rifle is really the way to go. Well, that's one of them. He's in the white suit in the middle. Oh, that's so Full cool. Ron Burgundy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. He's a cool dude. I'm Ron Burgundy. How tall is Hulk Hogan? He's six four, six five, six he's, four. He was six six from all the leg drops and stuff. I think he's right at like six four or six five now. How tall are you? I'm five nine and three quarters, says my gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Chuck started on gynecology. <laughs> I was talking about gynecology today. No, where where did your gynecologist start measuring? Because that doesn't seem right. <laughs> they take your weight, which is the worst part. Well, <laughs> you it's think the first that, thing they do. Can you step on this scale, sweetie? You're like, yeah. sure. You'd think that the metal thing would <laughs> yeah. be the worst, but the weight the part transformer. is the worst. Yeah, the transformer, yeah. <laughs> the wine opener. Gosh. Um, but no, I'll never look at a wine opener the same way ever again. <laughs> you know the ones with the crank oh, handle? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they like measure you like any other doctor's office. And they're like, let's see. You gained five pounds and lost an inch. It's great. Five, nine and three quarters. Is yes. that what said? That's what they said. Exactly. I thought I was 5'11 at oh, one point, but I'm not. So did I. You're a yeah. tall girl to me. I, I always wear heels, though. That's what it is. Why? Mm-hmm. That's intimidating. Just, I'm just letting you know from a guy standpoint. Oh, please. It's intimidating. I'm telling you, because not a lot of guys are 6'3 like I am, okay, Sammy? That sounds yeah. like a them so. problem and not a Brooke problem. Yeah. So yeah, why don't they just cold. take that? you got to separate oh. the men from the boys. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I, I didn't say I was intimidated. Um, I'm just saying for guys like other yeah. shorter guys. Do you know? guys tell you you're intimidating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you should start saying, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? Yes. Because that's what I say. Exactly. I don't have time for that. I can't. And then you get some of the guys that are like, I'll climb that tree any day. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) Bring your carrot and I'll meet you in the back. (laughs) Oh, my God. You made me ugly laugh. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) My boobs are sweating. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are becoming best friends. I know. You feel any better. My laugh is ugly at all times. Yes. Just cackling. It's okay. This is great. Chuck's like, this is the best. 
best night ever. We're all just talking about boobs. He's like a gynecologist. That is Chuck's favorite topic these days. Well, because you're having a baby, though, I'm sure you like now nothing's off the table when it comes to gynecology. I love my gynecologist. (laughs) I've gone over this before. I was the nicest guy in the world. You know, I figured at least he's nice. If he's going to be down there, he should be nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So crazy. My first visit to the gynecologist. Here we go. <laughs> We're Hold going on. there. Hold yeah, on. I'm ready. Such a good, yeah. Hold on, right? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I thought you were going to do, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that, but I just got yeah. this. We Here need we that. Go. We need the DJ Khaled like, <laughs> 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 um, No, so I was 16, not because I was sexually active, but I had to get on birth control because my periods were so heavy. So they make you go to the gynecologist yeah. to get it. <laughs> this was very traumatizing for somebody that had never, you know, even. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. The lady is like with under the drape, right? Yep. Her mm-hmm. face is right in my business. And I swear to God, she looks over the drape and she goes, oh my God, I recognize you. No. <gasps> and I'm like, no. by what? My hoo-ha? No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. She's like, my daughter watches your show. Because oh we were on TV back when I was 15. Yeah. But she should yeah. know as like an older woman, how uncomfortable you were yeah. just being advocate. there. Yeah. 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 Slide down a little closer. Yeah. A little closer. Scoot your butt towards me. I'm like, this is so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I know. Why did she not know any better? That bothers me. Am I the only one that apologizes when I'm at the gynecologist? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I think I just deflect and like use humor because when I'm uncomfortable, I just crack jokes. Oh, I hate when they talk to you though. When they're like, so So how are are you doing? I'm like, I've been better, but I'm okay. Thank you so much. How's it look down there, Doc? You're looking pretty good. You're pinching me. I can't think. Let's just talk yeah on fresh wax for you yeah. oh my god wow this is getting awkward so oh, first anyway. for the record you brought this up that's true that's very true <laughs> the guy where, do we, where do we go from here where i don't do know we go? up uh, <laughs> hopefully not up anywhere let's work right our now. way up <laughs> that's what the gynecologist said <laughs> you know i've been hanging yeah. out with drew davis too long yes yeah Chuck is raunchy. I think Chuck is at a loss for words. Maybe this is why I thought you were soft spoken. Yeah. Because I just ran over you. (laughs) No, it's fine. He's trying to check his bullet points. What's our next subject? He's like, oh my gosh, get me off the car. Mayday, mayday. Let's see here. How about that song? Why do people have to love people? So is that song is that song available everywhere? It's on all streaming platforms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, Chuck. I feel really no, bad now. This is no. This is amazing. No, this is, this is like my great. favorite. But I've I never think, seen Chuck speechless. Well, I just feel like we've talked about so many gynecologists <laughs> yeah. lately. Well, um, you're once, you, like, once you have a baby, we'll drop it. And we'll move on to something else, like boogers or something that babies do. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, That's another thing too. I'm like anti to all mother to none so if you ever need a babysitter Ooh. or if your baby goes missing you know who took it yeah. i like love children you should come out to the yeah. house you'd love it out there it's going to make you want to buy a home in the country yeah seriously i'm down and i'll you, totally do that and you can get a lot of uh you know bang for your buck out there i'll bring wine and i'll babysit so you and your wife don't have to hold the kid for wow. telling you be like oh we have an extra set of arms yeah what better set of arms than these right here these 24 inch pythons <laughs> these hell yeah four inch pythons actually i got some like i got some meat on me 
that's I was going to ask you about your gymnastics. So <laughs> I was going to ask you about you having meat on your body. <laughs> yes, I am built like a defensive end. Thank you for noticing. No, you're not. Hey, boys. No, what's funny is I did gymnastics for a long time and dance and all this different did stuff. Did they tell you you're too tall? Yeah, they yeah, said we, we can't put you on the bars because your feet are going to hit and we're not going to adjust them for all the other people. Oh, so yeah. get out. You should oh, see the rude. scars on my feet. I just did yeah. it. Yeah, they told me the whole time. You're too big. You're not going to do this. You're too big. You're too tall. You weigh too much. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. And then I went Watch to college. Watch this dismount. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> my goal, was, I mean, I was never like trying to be an Olympian by any mm-hmm. means. That's a completely different path. Right. But I was trying to go to college. My mother was actually a collegiate gymnast as well. Oh, wow. So she was my coach growing up and uh, just kind of started as like a babysitting thing. She mm-hmm. would go to coach other gymnasts mm-hmm. and I would just go and play around in right. the pit. And then 20 years later, I graduated right. from Central Michigan. Wow, that's awesome. Doing gymnastics. Michigan. Ooh. I think so. There's something we have not talked about yet. And I think that Sammy might be a great co-star for you in this Brooke Brooke has a new show that she's working on oh yes Brooke knows Nashville delayed by COVID unfortunately delayed by COVID thick chicks in Nashville oh (laughs) Drew's oh sorry wait a minute what Drew your manager is what is he doing (laughs) he's saying don't talk about it he's being creepy no no no, we can't talk no we can talk about it but he wants me to give you this comfy down here he he told me to bring them today and I think it's a good idea okay very long story but well you know what I'll start with a good story first okay the George Foreman grill Right. Yes, okay. <laughs> I just happened to be friends with the guy with one of the guys, the head guys that was working on the George Foreman Grill, and and they had a list of athletes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan was at the top of the list. Then it was you know Sylvester Stallone, George for all these different people. Right. They call my dad, and this was before cell phones because we were kid. I mean, you could have like the phone in the car. I think was what he had with the cord on it. Um, but he missed the call at the house while he was picking us up from school to do the George Foreman girl. It was going to be the no. whole girl. Yeah. Oh so gosh. hundreds of millions of dollars later, no. you know, man. What? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that same guy that did the George Foreman girl has also done Snuggy and My Pillow. He's a product developer for stuff like that. Wait a minute, My Pillow guy is not yeah. the My Pillow guy. No, no, no. The My Pillow guy is, but this guy develops products oh, okay. for yeah. So I love the My Pillow guy. I, I know who, and he's. Awesome. I love him too. I actually met him when he was giving them out at gifting suites, and I had the original prototype of a My Pillow. Right. And I cut through a moving box and severed that sucker, and I was so mad. Oh, I was like, No. I'm sure you can get another My Pillow. Oh my, yeah, but it's like that particular pillow was like my thing. That was a, it. Was was just so good. So anyways, the Snuggie has an upgrade and I'm working with him on this. So that's why we brought it. You're going to have your own Snuggie thing. It's called the Comfeet. Oh, and it is the Snuggie with feet. (laughs) Could you spell that for us? Uh, it's not like coming station. <laughs> Sammy, come on. Come Sammy it's loved it. She was like following me. Okay, this is great. This is great. So, I love this. I was going to make you try it on, actually. Okay. Because I kind of want to see you in it. Because right. I think it would be really cute. What, do I, what do I do with it? Because men are visual. Well, remember? look at it. Oh, yeah, men are visual. <laughs> yeah. So this is really going to be a turn. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, oh. so it turns into a little travel pillow, right? Okay. But you have to, like, take it out. And, okay. like, it's a blanket. And you're supposed to stick your feet in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, so okay. let's see here. <laughs> oh my God. My He's mother's like, going to love this. Trying to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's so confused. So that's where, oh, 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 <laughs> that's where your legs go. This also looks like something the gynecologist could use. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, honey. I'm going in. <laughs> oh my God. He's really going in. You're really putting it oh, on. I is. cannot wait to see this on. Oh, oh his feet are so in. cute. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, so that like if you wanted to get up and walk around without tripping on your. <gasps> 
blanket. It has legs. You know? yeah. Look at how cute you look. Oh my <laughs> God, it looks, the bagginess in between the legs is really funny. <laughs> looks like I pooped my pants. <laughs> and it's got a little like pocket in the front. I was telling Drew, I'm like, so when they have their baby, they can just put the baby in the pocket. Wait a minute, so is this a prototype? Can I have this? You what can is... have it. Yeah, we uh, we brought two, one for you and one for your wifey. This is great because yeah. this will, we, t- I, we always say we take this show and I go into uh, the hospital on Friday. Yeah. And I'm going to take this. It's going to be one of her push presents. Yeah, you know. Oh. She could put her feet in it, and you could lift the flap in between and have the baby. <laughs> That's right. There's you enough know? room in here. She could keep her feet warm. Yeah, I mean, and literally, she, if she goes into labor, I'll just tell her to put this little blanket yeah, in it. It's a good birthing blanket. It will, it will catch the baby if I could get a darker color. <laughs> like a football. Yeah, we've got a gray one here for if you. If I could get a darker Yeah. It Catch weird. all the things falling all out of the there. Things. Uh, that's, this well, is cool. Yeah, all so, right, so when does this come? Is this, when does this come it's out? It's already available, but we're, uh, we're, they're making me the spokesperson because I, cause he's my friend and he sent me a few and I'm like, this is awesome. You don't actually think like, you're like, Oh, I'm not going to use this. You have no idea. Like it is actually very convenient. All right. For people oh, listening, comfy. This is how you spell it. Okay. <laughs> C. O. M. As in Mary. That's right. C-O-M-F-E-E-T. Sammy Shea. C-O-M-F-E-E-T. Comfeet blanket. Do you understand? Oh, my so mother cool. would buy a million of those. She wears like adult onesies at all times. Oh my so gosh. So this is right up her alley. Yeah. You know the hands-free thing? Oh yeah. I'm kind of thinking about like, we should have one with all fours, but oh, then it would yeah. just be a onesie. You just need oh. a butt flap in the back. So, <laughs> you know. No, I like, it it. I like the all fours because you, nobody wants to zip it in the back. No one wants to zip it. <laughs> Yeah, very true. You know, you know? Like that's this. the bad thing about onesies is you got to zip it and unzip it. Yeah. So go for hmm. it. Yeah. My brain is my brain oh, is working overtime. You can call it foursome. Uh, oh, that's so smart. <laughs> I like that. You know, you got come feet and foursome. Come foursome. <laughs> I was gonna say something else before it, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know. We should just probably stop there. No, this is fantastic. Have I'm you not... ever thought about wrestling, by the way? Because you are tall. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen me in a speedo, but I really? don't. I don't know. If, I mean, I think. Listen, if I I uh, I can get in pretty good shape. You had to have played sports. I did play baseball in college. Okay. And I do triathlons. Oh. Maybe okay. I'll be the triathlete guy. Yeah, you can come in and like the number on your chest. Yes, I'll swim to the stage, <laughs> and then I'll run to the corner. Yes, and, I'll, and, and then I'll, I'll hide. And I'll bike. And, I'll, and bike then I'll bike. And, and then leave. Yeah, when the other wrestler comes, I'll bike out of here. It's perfect. Well, I was going to say, because you've always like been athletic. Yeah. So I didn't know, you know. No, I, they I'm, have training centers in Nashville too. I'm not a mm-hmm. I'm not a big enough guy. I mean, I listen, I weigh 185. You should see some of these guys though. They're tiny. Same. Really? Yeah. They just look built because no one's standing next to them or? Yeah. Oh, if I stood next to some of them, you'd be like Brooke Hogan is definitely a man. But it's really know. that they're just tiny. Really? I mean, I'm taller than the average bear, but yeah. Who is who is one of the most intimidating guys you've been around? Like in just In wrestling. Yeah, in wrestling. Oh, God. Because you've been around them all. Mm, you know, I think when I was a little kid, I was deathly afraid of The Undertaker because I thought he was the underwear taker. And I mean, that sounds worse when you're like an adult. But as a kid, you're just like, no, please don't take my underwear. You know, but um, yeah, I think it had to have been maybe him because he was just so dark and like even seeing him in the hallways and stuff in costume. It's just like, you know, Sting would come up to you with his face pain or like any, you know, the knob, Brian knobs or like the nasty boys. And they'd all be, you know, but God, he would come out with that like 
death music and like just looking like the grim reaper yeah it's kind of terrible and he's really tall so it just was like with the trench coat and everything very he scary is actually really tall yeah he's very all the old school guys were huge yeah my did dad um king kong bundy like did you ever meet Andre the Giant or was that too were you I too believe young? he held me when I was a baby. <gasps> I don't, I think they've got a picture of it somewhere. Well, that's a great yeah. picture to have. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find that. Oh God. Poor Andre. My dad's got stories for days about him. I, they say he can drink, like he drinks like. Oh yeah. That's like, that's, he could drink 10 bottles of wine and be fine. I mean, his hand around a Coke can was like a bear. It was yeah. crazy. He was actually huge. Andre the Giant was seven. He was foot, really right? huge. He was seven hundred pounds, I think it was. Wait, I gotta look it up. It was either five hundred or seven hundred. Big, big, big guy. My dad actually couldn't lift him that night that he slammed him. He was like, I can't. He tried once and he couldn't get him up. And don't they have to jump? They jump with the lift a little bit. Well, yeah, but I mean, Andre was just so big. I mean, even if he jumped, I mean, think about when you finally get that weight, even if he jumps to help you. Right. And you he couldn't jump very it. high. You still are harnessing that weight above your head. And he told my dad in the ring, he goes, just, you know, try one more time. He's like, you got it, boss. And my dad ripped both of his lats picking him up. <gasps> oh but he gosh. did it. Oh, he did slam him. Yeah, I remember. He yeah, he did end he, up doing it. Yeah. He crazy. ripped both of his both lats. Both of his lats. Yeah. It says he's seven four. Yeah, when he oh. my when my dad lifts up his arms right under his armpit, there are like two holes. Like it just never like healed. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, that's crazy. But Andre, like obviously, they would go and travel and go to Japan and you know tiny bathrooms, especially back in the eighties. You know mm. now they're kind of modernizing it for travelers and stuff like that. But back in old school Japan, you know the, it was like the the sink, the bathtub, and the toilet was like all one mold. Right. You know, and um, he couldn't go to the bathroom. Yeah. So he would like lay newspaper out on the bed and like think it was funny. I'd be like, hey, boss, come check this out. And my dad would walk into his hotel room and he's like, dude, <laughs> I can't. That's a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Who let the horse in here? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just such a nice guy, though. My dad is still like, like really, they weren't friends at first. Like he was really intimidating to my dad. And then somehow they made friends. Uh, well, I mean, that's the only way to be with somebody like yeah. Andre the Giant. Yeah, you have to be friends with Don't, them. Yeah, you got to be friends with them. Yeah. Why would you want to be enemies? And they did this um, at one of the WrestleManias. I think they did some bronze statue of him that was like life size. They had my dad take a picture, kind of doing the same face off thing of that famous picture at WrestleMania. Right. My dad started crying. Oh. He cries at the Lion King too, though. He's very Aww. sweet. I feel like your dad is a sweet guy. Oh my God. He texted me last night. He goes, I love you and I miss you. And I said, Dad, why didn't you know? FaceTime. He goes, I'm watching The Voice and everybody's singing country western music and it reminds me of you. Country western. I love it. Very That's cute. So cute. He's a teddy bear. How old, you? So How old is. Uh, he's 67 and still working out three times or three hours a day. Right. Oh, gosh. He's absolutely insane. Wow. But he's in great shape. He look, yeah, he yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. And he is he doing, you know what? I don't, I don't want to talk about your dad. I want to talk about that. Why do people have to love people? <laughs> turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises not to keep them. Is it really worth the pain? It Wouldn't is. it be <laughs> it's really worth the pain. Strangers, you stay oh God, strangers. A heart you never Jason. break. If you don't give it away, why don't you love people everywhere? What were you saying? It's so funny because you're so nice to be so sensitive about like the let's not talk about wrestling, let's talk about your music. But I'm like at this point where I'm like, I'm so proud of my dad and who I am mm. and where I'm from. And you know, if if people like have an issue with it or claim nepotism, I'm like, listen, I cocktail waitress. My dad was never like 
here's just this, he never wanted us to like not know what working for a dollar was. So like after the show and everything, me and my brothers kind of took off and did our own thing. So, and I like that about him. I'll probably do the same thing with my kids. I'll be like, nope, you gotta get a job. No, that's fantastic. I, I, I understand where you're coming from because I immediately you have to already overcome something mm-hmm. because they look at you like Brooke Hogan, oh, Hulk Hogan. They, mm-hmm. they naturally associate you with your dad, right. which is, which is great. I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing. I think so too. But then it gets people to check you out. It gets people to be interested in what you're doing mm-hmm. and you back it up with talent and you back yeah. it up with what you've been doing. Yeah. We started talking a little bit about Brook Knows Nashville. Mm-hmm. So that did, it got sidetracked because of COVID. Well, COVID is filming. jacking everything up. Yeah. There's just so many like things you got to go through to make sure the whole crew is COVID free and like, it's really, it's a lot because when you're filming a show like that, you've got like a 30 person crew. It's right. hard to kind of clear that with the city and all the permits and different things you have to do. So we're just kind of like waiting to see if this will kind of blow over, hopefully. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, Yeah. I think I've always said once the vaccine gets here Mm -hmm. and we get into the new year and, and things settle down a little bit, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, I think so too. And I hope with, I hope that that's the same to go with touring as well. Mm -hmm. I think touring, touring will pick up. I think the middle of the summer, I think people will start feeling normal again. Yeah. Live music is like such a heartbeat of humanity. It's like people love music, especially in this town. I was going to say, especially yeah. in this town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's sad sometimes. You walk around downtown Nashville, and you're just like, you can see people wanting to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's just you know, if there's not a table available, you can't. You know, it's like like you got to sit down, you got to do all these things. But I think we're getting close to getting out of it. It is so true, though. It's like it's like seeing somebody like after they die and their soul is gone. It's like they're just not there. It's like the city is the same way, like the city that I moved here to and fell in love with. And just all of that is like, what happened to my town when we were in like the the extreme lockdown, Mm -hmm. you know, back in whatever month that was, April, May. I remember I would just go on walks every day because what the hell else am I going to do? And I will never forget the first time I walked down Broadway when everything was shut down and it was eerie. Mm -hmm. It was like apocalyptic. I know that's not, yeah, Yeah. it sounds like dramatic, but it was not, it was, I hate it. I never went back. I never went back down there when we were locked down. I'm like, this is not for me. And you're in energy too, like I am. So I'm like the whole energy of the city of people singing and and bringing joy to people. It's like, that was the heartbeat well when people are like well what do you do for fun i'm like uh <laughs> i go to bars and listen to people play music then yeah. then all of a sudden you start thinking like i mean yes i do other things for fun mm-hmm. but that's something that really did attract me to moving to this city right and then when it's just kind of ripped out from underneath you i didn't realize how much i enjoyed that you until just need to have gone. chuck break out the guitar and serenade oh, you i don't have to ask him i serenade her every day when we come mm-hmm. to the studio Aww. is this true Aww. <laughs> a dream is a wish yeah, oh, it's usually makes. disney yeah. usually, lo- i've been learning that that song for Tucker. Really? Boy, yeah. Aww. I'm a big Disney fan, so I'm that's I'm gonna sing I've been singing that song to him, A Dream of Your Wish Your Army. Are I've, you gonna raise him on like the old school Disney? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. If people were having an issue with it, I'm like, all right, that's one thing to be sensitive. Let's not be too sensitive. Oh, that's the little mermaid and all mind. those things. I'm like, gosh. Right. I love those movies. They're just so beautifully animated and just such great stories. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, so you're a huge Disney fan? Huge yeah. Disney fan. Who's, yeah. your, who's your favorite? What's your favorite? Well, mine was The Little Mermaid okay. for a long time. I am not a Frozen fan, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, but I love Moana. Probably because it's at the beach. Yeah, yeah. well, I love, love <laughs> mm-hmm. Moana too. I, uh, I just left a Frozen-themed birthday party. Really? It was... Uh, so I wanted to talk about this because it has... With Paul Kogan and your dad, mm-hmm. I see it a lot with Cassie, my wife, because her brother is Jason Aldean. Oh, okay. So I they, did not know that. So, so immediately I see a lot, I see a lot of that 
Like I go, this is so weird. I go to the dump. Like I live way out in the country where mm-hmm. you have to take all your trash to the dump. Right. And the guys at the dump, they're super <laughs> nice. They're like, great. They're like these old, hey, Chuck, what's going on, man? What yeah. you been up to, man? And they don't know that I can hear them once they go back into their little room. Mm-hmm. And every time, and it happened to actually happened this morning. I went to the dump. And I talked to the guy, super nice. Hey, Chuck, what's going on, man? Yeah, it snowed last night. It was pretty cool. And I said, I'll see you later. He goes back into his room. He goes, I hear it clear as day. That was Jason Aldean's brother-in-law, man. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I sing too. <laughs> I'm my own person. So I, that's why I wanted to bring that up. It's so, because there's different variations of mm-hmm. if you have six, someone very successful in your family, right. whether it's your dad, mm-hmm. your brother-in-law, whoever. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think you handle it really well. I always tell people too, it's like, we've been through so much as a family, you know, with like just so much public drama and like, you can have this empire, you can have tons of money, you can have all these things. All it takes is one slip up, you know, one lawsuit, one thing for you to not have money anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, my dad's like, thank God I know how to make money. But it's like, yeah, you know, we went through a really hard time where it was just like, what, what are we going to do? You know, my parents are getting divorced and they're handling lawsuits and different stuff like that. And it's like, I guess go cocktail, <laughs> you know, and actually it's so funny cause I was cocktailing and I was like, man, this is like TV money. Yeah. I was like, this is like being a stripper without having to take your clothes off. Wow. I don't <laughs> like, even I call like time this. For this. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's what we'll get to get back to that. Why I left Jason mm-hmm. Aldean's sons, Memphis, my godson, right. he, he had a frozen themed party Aww. and he is in love with Anna and Elsa, Elsa. right? Right. And uh, they had Anna and Elsa show up at the birthday party. Oh, gosh. And you would have thought, I mean, he, he was little, he's like, wait a minute. There's no is this way. the real thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. These are, this is life size. <laughs> they're, they're moving and talking. Aww. And it was so cute. Um, I left the party to come here and actually mm. do this podcast. Aww. I Before I was, uh, I left, he was holding Anna. Who, no, Elsa is the main one, right? Mm-hmm. He was holding Elsa's hand. Oh, my gosh. And, t- and sh- introducing her. Oh, my, my gosh. My oh, ovaries. my gosh. How cute. <laughs> Memphis is three. Oh. Yeah. Those are really no, cute three, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, ridiculous. So. They look like little doll babies. Yes. They are Yours are going to be cute, babies. too, because both you and your wife look like models. I, I Listen, I, as Cassie is, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's real hot. She's good looking. She's real good. Yeah. She's real good. Well, listen, thank you for um, coming. Thank you for such a great interview. Yes. Like, you were great at this. I'm so proud of you and, like, wow. seeing you doing so well. <laughs> Why do people have to love? Here we go. Here we go. I got all the buttons, guys. That's my payback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I can, and what you gonna I got, do? I can hit them all day. You think your dad's going to listen to this, by the way? Oh, for sure. All right. 100%. Oh, that makes me happy. I was kind of like, should we FaceTime him and see what he's doing? Oh, my God. Please don't. Yeah. probably watching Face- The Voice. Can we yeah, now? FaceTime. Let's see what he's doing. FaceTime. Let's see. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. That will be, be like, the hell. Why are you doing this oh. to me? Dear. You probably won't answer. Put him on. Hulk Hogan, if you're listening right now. That's so... If Hulk Hogan is listening <laughs> right now, he'd be like, what'd you guys do tonight? Nothing. Just FaceTime Hulk Hogan. What'd you guys do? No big deal. I'll, I'll send him a text real quick you. and just let him know it's coming. Because he'll be like, I'm watching The Voice. Call me later. <laughs> yeah. You know? Remember when TiVo was a thing? TiVo. Oh, remember God. TiVo? TiVo. I, was wow. gonna, I was just going to say, tell him to TiVo it. TiVo know, was like, right? the, do you remember that, Sammy? I still have a TiVo. 
Really? Oh, wait, what? Yes, I do in my living room. Oh. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Sammy, this is great. Sorry. I mean, it I'm, works. Like, why not just keep using it? Let's get a smart TV. TiVo. You know what? I've had my TVs for like years, and I'm like, you know, I'm a creature of habit. Same. I got. A, I don't even have cable. I have Roku. I just like stick the little. Roku, is the new Roku yeah. Right? yeah. Roku's so, yeah. great. Smart TVs, you know, somewhere yes. to go. No, my TV's still dumb. I just have I, a Roku stick. Oh my gosh. This we are currently. I have a little favor to ask you, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but. Okay. I am doing a podcast with That's a very right. good friend of mine that actually lived in the Icon with me That's a right. long time ago. That's right. And he's got a pretty big podcast now. No big deal. Top uh, 20 since National, it came out. Top 20 since, top 20 it, came since it came out. <laughs> and can I put you on speakerphone just to say hi to everybody, please? Okay, hold on. This was great. Okay, Daddy, you're on with Chuck. What's up, Chuckamania? Oh, Chuckamania. <laughs> Let's go, Hawkamania. This is fantastic. <laughs> I got to say, I love your daughter. I've known her for probably since 2011 when mm -hmm. she lived at the Icon. And we've crossed paths many times uh, over at Doc McGee, McGee Entertainment. And it's good to see her back making music. We love her here and we love you. And thank you for joining us for like, you know, a hot 20 seconds on Talk to Chuck. Well, I was telling them that you played bass guitar and they didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's that that actually is more impressive to me than than your whole wrestling career. I <laughs> yeah. love that you played music. Well, I would, I would pretty much do anything to avoid working a real job. So that uh, music was about a 10 year span after high school, you know, took music lessons. Growing up, guitar lessons, my mom played piano at the house all the time, so it was always around. So, you know, we just started the garage band thing, and all of a sudden we started making money on weekends, and before I knew it, I was in 12th grade at Robinson High School living in a hotel near over a nightclub. <laughs> so we played till 4 in the morning. I had to be at, at homeroom at 8 a.m., so it was uh, kind of interesting, but... <laughs> You're living, you're, you're living in the wrong city, man. You got to move to Nashville, re recreate the yeah. dream. Let's go. Oh my God. Yeah. I was, I was with, uh, my wife at the Mecham, uh, car auction, not this January, but last January. And, uh, uh, Ricky Matlock was there from Skinner. He goes, Hey, we're going back out on the road. Why don't you just roll with us for about four months? Cause I know all their songs. I mean, everybody knows all the old Skinner songs from the seventies and eighties. And I said, man, if I could uh, get around the way I used to, I'd love to go, but um, I, I'm much better off just sitting on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and who do you remember him? Who Who do you remember? You cried on one of his wrestling matches. Oh, show. I did. Uh, so I cried uh, when I was a kid. I watched you wrestle King Kong Bundy, and I was sat very, very close to the television that night. And I remember when King Kong Bundy, I hate to bring it up, when he beat you, I cried like like a little baby, and I was very upset because I was I was a Hawkamaniac. I was the, I was one of them. Did you send me a get well card? Because I sent cards out to everybody that sent me something. Oh, I, I didn't do that. I didn't know I could do that. I lived in such a small town. I didn't know what mail was. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That was one of our first fan interaction deals, you know, to to get on the same page with the fans. We actually sent little thank you cards out, you know, to all the fans that wrote in. Yeah, was I think he squashed me in the corner and broke my ribs or something. I can't remember, but oh, okay. one of those crazy deals, you know. Jeez. Well, you did all right. You bounced back. Yeah. You bounced yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was telling him how your training still three hours a day. You can't get him to oh. stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm glad Brooks back at the studio. The new music is really cool, you know, so 
It's fantastic. Did you know that she wants you to play on one of her records? She wants you to play bass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that would be fun. Okay, yeah. let's make it happen. I'm like, we got to make it happen. So We got to make it happen. You know, the, you know the weird thing? I don't I don't drink like I used to, but back in the day, not really back in the day, this has happened a few years back. I mean, I'll be sitting at a bar on the beach here or something, and everybody around Clearwater knows I used to play in a band here because I was playing in all the local clubs here growing up. And every once in a while, they're like, hey, oh, come on up and play an old standard or something. So if I have a few beers in me, anytime <laughs> standard three chord progression or blues stuff or Johnny B. Bad or any of the old crap, I'll get up there and, and mess around. We got a lot of rock and roll bands around the area here. Mm-hmm. You know, not not too much country, but around here it's all either rock and roll or electronic music. So, you know, I don't, I don't even mess with it anymore. I, I've got guitars upstairs, I don't even touch them. So I kind of. I lost the lost the vibe for the music. You no, know? you didn't. No, he put no, a guitar no. in his hands once, and he's back at it. You're, you're not backing out that easy, man. <laughs> you, we got you. We're gonna find a song for you. You're gonna get in the studio with your daughter. You're gonna crush it. Thank, <laughs> listen, we won't keep you. We know you got to get back to the voice and and oh, watch yeah. all that. Somehow <laughs> you love watching the voice. Because I, <laughs> I told them how cute you are that you watch the voice and it's your favorite show. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know the weird thing is, I just love seeing people do good, and all four judges this year each have country western artists blake has a guy that has the most incredible voice i mean it's just it just sounds like he just gargles for glass you know yeah. his voice is it's between a johnny cash voice and it's the most amazing voice i've ever heard and i just I mean, every time that guy starts singing i start bawling like a baby he sounds so good it's great i know you're softy oh yeah right brother <laughs> yeah. All right, Daddy. I'll call. Okay, I'll call you back as soon as I'm done. Okay, love you. See you, bud. Love you, bye. Oh my All right, that's cool. Well, wow. that was a good finale to the interview. That is. But nope. thank you seriously for doing such a nice interview and and being so thoughtful in all your questions. And oh, you're fantastic. Obviously, being so fun and your ladies are very sweet. So this is what we cover. We love that you that you stayed in Nashville. Yes, that you're going to have uh, Brooke knows Nashville coming mm-hmm. out as soon as COVID gets through and get yeah, back to filming. Get, yep. Uh, new music, of course. Yep. Uh, your dad's cool as crap. I, I think he's way cooler <laughs> now than I've ever thought he's been. Yeah, he's so cool. I love that about yeah. him. And we think that you and Sammy are going to be best friends. <laughs> I think so too. Awesome. She's like, I'll just sit over here by myself and oh, be lonely. Yeah. No, you can Ab- be our friend too. <laughs> Abby's cool. Abby's cool. She, do you want to you be friends with him too? Yeah, yeah please, we need a brunette. Please. Yeah, let's go, girl. All right, join us uh, every Monday and Thursday when we're on time is when we have new Talk to Chucks. Be sure to subscribe, rate it, review it. This is the only podcast that can really have Hulk Hogan on it. I mean, Brooke That's Hogan, true. Hulk Hogan. I don't know That's any just, other country podcast at Hulk Hogan. I'm so jealous he called you brother. <laughs> so <laughs> jealous. But Brooke, this is what we're ending on. This is available everywhere. We love you. Thank you for joining us, Brooke. Thank you, Chuck. All right. Why do people have to love people? Turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises not to keep them. Is it really worth the pain? Wouldn't it be way safer? If strangers just stayed strangers. A heart can never break. If you don't give it away, why do people have to love people? Love Country, talk to Chuck. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.